0: Dan Guiry.
1: Right here. Mm-hmm. In the flesh.
0: It's been a while. The Hold the Phone Podcast with Tessa. So yeah, All it's right. been a while. I saw you at your last show. Yep. That was in December?
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe? yeah. You last saw me in okay, December. Okay,
0: okay. And we've known each other for quite a while.
1: Probably like 10 years, maybe? Yeah. Maybe even more. I think
0: so. I'm trying to think what year it was. It was like two thousand and
1: eight, maybe, or something like that. I got into the laugh off, the great Canadian laugh off. They got they put me into the finals. And I came out here and I met you at some bar up by MTV.
0: Yes, and we like
1: started improvising music and jumping on the bar and then like the three <laughs> people that were there were like these guys are great
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we had like, a blast <laughs> yeah it was great you had your guitar out we were making up songs yeah
1: we had a fucking great time
0: yeah yeah it was a great time and uh well, that's when you were still living living in calgary yeah right? so i was living in calgary yeah when you were on tour then
1: yeah, a little tour. Yeah. It was fun.
0: Yeah. And I remember you came out when I was living in Halifax and you were on your Yuck Yucks tour. I
1: was on tour, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we hung out a few times there.
0: I think I came to the show. I know I was working at the time, but I definitely there was a hotel. You were staying at the West End.
1: Yeah, you came up to our penthouse suite. It
0: was insane. It was yeah. huge. You're like, ring the doorbell when you get here. I'm like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Like, Dan's being funny. Ring the <laughs> no, doorbell. We had like
1: a whole floor of the hotel. Yeah. It was ours.
0: I get there and I'm like, Oh Holy shit, there's actually a doorbell for yeah. this hotel room. Yeah, come a
1: whole house. It was great. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was amazing. You were, you were there with, what, two other guys? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, there's so many rooms. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was and fun. then we played, what, like some weird board game?
1: I don't remember. I, I'm sure I was blackout drunk for that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know I wore a wig. I have pictures somewhere. Because you were wearing a wig? It was like Halloween or something. Oh, really? hmm
1: Cool. I remember we hung out, and uh, then I had to drive home from Halifax and I had to drive through like the tail end of some tsunami hurricane or some shit. Oh and I God. ended up one of the scariest drives of my life. I was going on the passing lane, I was going like 120 down the Trans Canada and I started hydroplaning out of control doing the 360. Oh my god! It was terrifying.
0: Did you like life flash before your eyes?
1: No, no, just like a sandwich.
0: Just I was like, like, man,
1: <laughs> I wish I ate that sandwich, and uh, and I just shook uncontrollably for like an hour.
0: That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fun. I remember that. Oh my that. gosh!
0: Yeah. Have you haven't been touring really like across Canada or anywhere right no, now? No, like I left no, Yux
1: like three years ago, and mm-hmm. I've only been. Pretty well exclusively working at the corner or doing private shows. So if somebody wanted to book me, I'd probably fly out. Like, I think I might be going to Halifax this summer. Mm -hmm. Just waiting to hear back from the contact. Cool. And, um, yeah. I don't know.
0: So how's things at the corner comedy club?
1: It's great. It's awesome. It's strange that, like, with a 35-seater, because it's such a tiny club, I Mm -hmm. make just as much as I ever did with Yucks, like, in a good year, just on average. And then my show on uh, Sundays is is really fun Mm -hmm. and uh, just crazy. And then I'm in town and, like, for me, it was not about the money. It was just, like, every time you go on tour, you sort of have to start your life over because you leave for three months and you come back and then your girlfriend's fucking some dude and, like, (laughs) you're heartbroken and you're like, uh. And then, you know, it's like you can't start your life when you're touring all the time, so since I've left Yaks, yeah, I've just been in Toronto, basically, and I met my wife, we have a kid, we have a dog, we live together, and and I still got to do stand-up, like, five or six times a week, mm-hmm. so it's awesome.
0: Yeah, well, life's a little bit different now, right? Sure. You, well, you did get married, and then, now you have a baby. Yeah. So that's fun, right? I saw, your that's baby awesome. was at the show yeah, I bring, when I came there. I
1: bring him, <laughs> I bring him everywhere, man, yeah. he's the best. Good. Like, people think you gotta, like, quit your life because you have a kid, right? and that's the biggest fallacy I've ever heard like we just I, we had our midwife tell us like um the baby chose to be with you so don't change anything yeah and so yeah we haven't really changed much and we have a lot of fun
0: good I like that. I like that because it's a different perspective. Yeah, a lot of people think like, "Oh, I can't live my life. I can't do this. I can't do that." I'm like, I was like, "Oh, Dan has his like newborn baby at the show.
1: I'm like, that's yeah. pretty cool. We bring him to rock concerts. Yeah, and, like, got his big uh, noise canceling ear- uh, earphones. You're, you're those
0: parents, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? We're
1: cool parents.
0: What What's the latest concert you brought him to?
1: The latest concert we brought him to was just my friend Mark Mills was playing in. Um, in Toronto, so... Mm-hmm. And he was staying with us, so we're like, well, we should go watch him, and, and Everett had a great time.
0: Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's your kid, that's your son's name? Yeah. Everett. Yeah. That's a nice name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it means bravery of a wild boar.
0: Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Which I don't well, know. I can what see a wild why boar. you chose that now. I
1: want him to be, like, a strong, brave dude, okay. so I keep, like, fighting him, throwing him in dark tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> making him fight his way out i throw him in how old is he now i throw him in big cardboard boxes with my dog (laughs) and they fight over scraps of meat
0: (laughs) (laughs) do like people or other comedians ever give you like flack for like bringing bringing him to the shows like no only if he's like
1: talking Mm -hmm. but like if he starts yakking and me or my wife will just take him outside Mm-hmm. But he's actually pretty good, and he's got good comedic timing. Like he's heckled once or twice, but it's only been hilarious. It's been like a hilarious moments. Okay, but he'll he'll be like. Wah! you know what I mean? <laughs> right in the middle of somebody's bit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like somebody yeah. will be going into some sort of like inappropriate pedophile talk or something like that and be like <laughs>
0: you're like it's not the time but thanks for coming out
1: <laughs> no he's uh, that's he, amazing he's good um so some people i guess have given me shit and we we definitely don't take him out as much as we used to but mm-hmm. but he's starting to yak and
0: yeah well you kind of want to be like yeah you know like Something I don't know if he'll remember it, he might remember, but it's something he'd always be like, Oh, remember, we brought you to uh, my shows. Sure. when you're younger. It's kinda-
1: he really likes Jason Rouse, which is insane. Like, if you don't know who Jason Rouse is, he's like the dirtiest comedian in, in comedy. Okay, <laughs> um, he has an album that was produced by Rob Zombie. Oh wow! So like he's he's just as crazy. He talks about eating babies and stuff, and cool. and my son loves him so much. Okay. He's like an uncle to my <laughs> to my boy. Oh, that's <laughs> Which is cute. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, I know you. You know it's funny because you play guitar a lot. Sure. And you do open mics as well, and you incorporate all that into your show as well, like mm-hmm. your own bits and stuff. I actually do. You remember? I don't know what year it was, but it was like a few years ago, and you put out an album on iTunes. Yeah. So I bought it. Did you I bought ever? my Did Max I,
1: Phoenix album?
0: I bought it. Did I ever tell you that? Which no.
1: one? Because I have like three albums. One's okay. crap. <laughs> One's amazing.
0: Maybe the crap one. Was it know. like
1: <laughs> Was it like joke songs?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there's yeah. one like really sick one, rock and roll stand-up comic, which was my first album ever. And it's got all these sketches on it
0: okay I don't know I have to look it up and see which one it was all I know is that it's like I'll have like my music playing and all of a sudden a Dan Guiry song comes on and everyone's like what the hell is that (laughs) <laughs> you're like it's like you just it's like you know you two when they like automatically d- downloaded their album oh yeah. onto to everyone's it's not like that
1: you bought my i album. bought I it but i forgot about it you. And I so forces <laughs> on you, i
0: feel i was just trying to support at the time yeah, i
1: really appreciate that it yeah. might have been when i had this crazy manager who would like make me put out shit
0: rock and roll stand-up comment oh rock- yeah
1: that's my first album okay. ever and, and is- like it's got gay ninjas on it, that's it. and um, yeah, that's a gay great. Gay ninjas
0: is always playing. Gay in the ninjas, background.
1: <laughs> gay, gay ninjas. That's
0: crazy. It song. says 2007, so we obviously have known each other for a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think I made that before I met you.
0: Oh uh, no, you know what? Maybe
1: I didn't. Maybe I met you in like 2006. I don't know. That's crazy. I like that album. That's I actually good. don't have a copy of that album.
0: Well, I can lend it to you. Yeah, Any lend me my own want. album, please. And I
1: make no money off of that, by the way.
0: Just however much I pay it for it? It just goes
1: to some shyster fucking <laughs> manager, because <laughs> I'm such an idiot with computers. I don't know how to do anything.
0: There's like a song about cigarettes or something. Yeah, sex, I- and sex and it's Cigarettes. It's got
1: like an orchestra yeah. in the background. Yeah. That's a beautiful song. <laughs> that's a really beautiful song. What is
0: it really about, though?
1: Uh, that's about my first road lay.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: (laughs) all right yeah
1: why what did you think it was about i
0: don't know i don't remember i haven't listened to it in a long time but maybe it's a metaphor for something you're like a metaphor who do you think you're talking to (laughs) that's why i'm asking one of the
1: lines is a little bit of splooge sprinkles on a picture of your nana and then this huge orchestra comes in (laughs) you think this is a metaphor for something no it's just a beautiful song about coming on some chick's duvet (laughs) 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 that's
0: amazing and what are you like have been working on anything lately or
1: I've got another serious album coming out Um, I made an album with my friend um, it's called Max Phoenix Knife City and it's just kind of like rock and roll and then um, I've got another Max Phoenix Mm -hmm. album in the works and I'm trying to produce sort of like a weekly Webcam show of Danger Room, which is my show in Toronto. Nice. And um,
0: yeah, what is the Danger Room? You're you're always posting about it. I don't think I've ever been to the Danger Room show. But, it's so what's the that? worst
1: show in North America. It's. We encourage booing and heckling.
0: Okay, I should be there.
1: It's a safe space for dangerous ideas. And it's a three-hour show of uh, a myriad of levels of comedians. Like sometimes we have like super big pros show up and and other times we just... And most of the time we just have shit, yeah. terrible open micers. And so I, I, I host the show and then I get annoyed at a certain point in the night and I just start telling people they suck and making fun of them. And then the audience gets in on it. We had Shaw Claire drop by a couple no. weeks ago and he just laid down this like amazing 5 minutes of freestyle and like tried oh. to bill me $10,000 and I'm like, dude, I don't Shaw Claire, I don't even know who you are, man. Thank you so much. That was awesome, but I am a country bumpkin from Alberta. I don't know what rap music. Oh my god. <laughs> but he, it was amazing.
0: Yeah, he wanted you to pay him?
1: He was joking, but, Oh, Okay. You know.
0: I'm like, that
1: This is- just happens.
0: It just happens. Yeah,
1: it was super cool to have mm-hmm. Claire there.
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyone else cool showed up to your shows, or... I'm
1: trying to think. The thing with Danger Room is that it's, like, my one excuse to go out drinking. So, okay. I usually just get blackout drunk. Okay. I don't remember anything that's happened in the past three years of that show.
0: So, it's one of those.
1: It's the point of okay. the show. It's, like, just... I mean, I think as a culture, we've sort of become so bubble wrapped with our comedy and like Mm -hmm. I I remember hearing stories about Sam Kinison like shooting guns off in the comedy store and like screaming at everybody and it being the funniest thing of all time and I'm like I want to go back to that that's why I got into stand-up I didn't get into stand-up to be like politically correct.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, how can you be if you're doing stand-up? I, I don't know. Like. Apparently, you know I mean? everybody
1: seems to find a way to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. know. I, why do pe- why are people so offended these days?
1: I don't know why people are offended. I just don't know why comedians are on board with that. I don't. I don't understand. Like for me, I grew up in such a strict, religious household, and I was never even allowed to see stand-up until I was like twenty. And so the day I saw stand-up, my entire world exploded because I didn't realize you were allowed to say all the things you thought. (laughs) And I was like, well, I have to do this. And so when I started doing stand-up, it was just such a release for me because in my day-to-day life, I was working at like these really, I was working these really fancy jobs, suit and tie and all that. And I'm like, oh, you can just be a renegade or whatever. Like you can be a pirate. Yeah. And that was what appealed to me. And I don't understand what this is going, what's going on in this world right now.
0: When do you notice it's, like, taken a change? Like, wh- like how long ago?
1: I think there was always uptight cunts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I don't think we were listening to them until, like, maybe 2014, 2015. Okay. Probably around the time that all these, like, huge protests were happening on campuses. Yeah. Right around then. And now we have this whole generation coming out that's just like, "You can't say this, you can't say that." I did this free speech show with Danny Polishchuk had produced it. Mm-hmm. and all these anti-fascists went and shut down the show. They like they broke the locks at comedy bar a couple years ago, maybe three years ago, two years ago I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was so strange because like I'm mixed. Like, I'm native and white, and the guy producing it was Jewish. We had a woman on. We had a gay person on. We had a uh, we had a myriad of voices on the show. It just so happened that they were all offensive mm-hmm. and unapologetic about their perspectives. And sure. so that was the exception that these, quote-unquote, anti-fascists took.
0: So they were, like, protesting against comedians?
1: Yeah, they were protesting against free speech because... Somewhere along the lexicon or the zeitgeist, these people believe that free speech is a dog whistle to racism. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, sure, if you believe in true free speech, you believe that somebody can be racist. But if somebody's going to be racist, you know they're racist, so you don't have to associate with them. Whereas in PC culture, everybody sweeps their bigotry under the rug, and it takes you two years to find out they're a cunt. And they're just polite to you. And then you realize they have no intention of helping anybody. Mm -hmm. I think the people who give a shit about that stuff do nothing positive in their real world so they espouse virtues
0: yeah that's what it seems like
1: like i think i like i know i do good things for people in my community and like i'm always helping people out so i don't care that i say terrible things yeah and none of my friends do yeah because i know i'm a nice guy
0: yeah it's not like who you really are it's just it's just it's all for fun it's like why not and it's like why can't you just say the things that everyone's really thinking sure right or say things to open up somebody else's mind and it's like it's all fun It's like
1: yeah. So I don't know. I think that's why I created the Danger Room.
0: I like it, the Danger Room, and that's what what nights?
1: Sunday nights at the Corner Comedy Club downtown. Okay.
0: How much like has your show changed like over the past years, like like, few years? Like how often do you change your bits up?
1: Oh my bits! I'm writing something new every week. Um, Whether or not it lands and sticks, uh, who knows? I've been working on this bit. About condoms for three years. Okay. And it started off like just a one liner. And then now it's 12 minutes and it's like a conspiracy story. And like, uh, I talk about taxes and I talk about the genocide of the Native Americans and I talk about how the Chinese are stealing our cum. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's just a wild ride, and it all came from this one line of, uh, I'd rather fuck a condom pretending it's a vagina than to have to fuck someone wearing a condom, and I thought that was funny. Okay. For some, Well, I just yeah. think it's funny, the idea, like, you want to have sex with somebody, and then you're like, but you're unreproducible. Yeah. We don't need another one of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you want to fuck somebody if you didn't think we needed more of them? Like, with the- I understand that it's fun, yeah. But, like, inherently having sex is, like, a hundred years ago, if you were to have sex with somebody, you knew potentially you would be reproducing. Mm-hmm. And now we've taken that all away. Yeah. And so there is this whole social weight of of uh, birth control where it's totally changed the spirit of our And our of perception. Our yeah. Yeah. So there is something there to talk about. I think stand-ups... Is a, that's what pisses me off so much about people who are anti-free speech mm-hmm. and comedians it's like you don't understand what it is to be a comedian like we're talking about truths, we're talking about society we're talking about humanity and to cut off a corridor of humanity in your own mind when you're creating this shit like when you're creating art or you're talking about things because yeah. you want to be politically correct you're not being true to the art form yeah So, yeah, there's a lot of offensive shit that'll come out of my mouth, and then I'll refine it and figure it out. And in like a year, one offensive thing I've said now becomes a hilarious bit that everybody agrees with and then walks away being like, what? I hate (laughs) condoms now? (laughs) I love condoms. Where am I going to keep my cactus juice?
0: Oh, my god! Do you have any new stuff that you want to share?
1: um i did bring my guitar but i was like very reluctant about it because i didn't i I don't know because i haven't done any uh joke songs in forever i got this new stupid joke song which is only a chorus okay and i don't think it's worth sharing it just i'll share it with you without the guitar okay all right here we go Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. hanging out with my boy he fills my heart with joy oh no here comes the missus (laughs) and that's it (laughs) that's all i have right now i'll tell you in in a year it'll be hilarious okay okay. and you'll be running around being like but right now it's just crap i'll be like
0: downloading it off itunes putting it on repeat paying some
1: sheisty manager (laughs) i have all the money
0: did you get uh contacts or laser eye surgery
1: Contacts.
0: Okay, okay. I'm not
1: putting these lasers in my eyeballs. Have you done laser? No. Laser? I are you blind? I'm not a
0: candidate. Yeah, I'm blind. I have to wear contacts or glasses.
1: I'm fine with the contacts and the glass. I kind of like having glasses sometimes. Yeah. You but, know what I find? hmm I'm a really handsome guy, but I never knew this because I was always wearing contacts and women hate men with, or sorry, I was always wearing glasses, glasses. and women just think men with glasses are dorks.
0: No, you know what it is? I think like. Uh, I I think guys with glasses look good, but it totally changes the way your face looks. And sometimes I feel like it hides it hides your eyes, so right. it, you look different. You right. know, from behind the lens, obviously. So I always so. had this
1: Clark Kent thing, where I had like a like a ugly duckling um, mentality, where uh-huh. I'd be like shy and I couldn't talk to anybody, and I'd always and then I'd take off the glasses, and chicks would be throwing their panties at me. <laughs> and so whenever I did the rock and roll thing, I would yeah. like not wear glasses but then when i was doing stand-up i'd wear glasses because it made me a little more endearing i
0: guess okay yeah
1: is that cocky of me to say is that
0: no not at all it's good that you're finally realizing it because it's like i'm looking at you right now and that's why i'm like i feel like this is the first time i've seen you without glasses and i'm like i can see your eyes your eyes look completely different i'm like oh, are you hitting
1: on me because i'm a married man okay (laughs) (laughs) kind of yeah Yeah, well, I don't know. I also put on 50 pounds since I've been become a dad mm-hmm. and for some reason me having a gut chicks love it.
0: You got the dad bod.
1: I got a dad bod going dad on. Bod. Chicks love it's that shit. It's a
0: new thing.
1: It's I don't think it is a new thing. No. I think it's a dad attitude where it's just like I don't care. Yeah, anymore. but it's now
0: like the thing where it's like for instance like when Leonardo DiCaprio when he's finished filming a movie, he goes pure into dad bod mode. Like, he just doesn't And Chicks it. love this? Well, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. So he can make it cool, then it's, I good, never for understood. it's I good, never good for everyone. It's good for people like you. I never understood
1: why Chicks thought he was good looking. Really? He's got, like, a square face. He's got this weird box face thing happening. Yeah,
0: I know. I don't know um, what it is. I like him. It's the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, he's not talented at all. It's all about the money, you know what mm-hmm. I mean?
1: Well, but acting is not like a endearing trade is it like like
0: no it's not about that i think i like if i was just an a, I, if i met a guy and i was single and i was he told me he was an actor i'd run the other way i'd be like right. hey, hell no yeah but you don't want to date
1: a data psycho who yeah. can lie really well
0: yeah <laughs> that's essentially kind <laughs> that's of what it, it is <laughs> I
1: mean, this is where you're jerking off to fucking leonardo yeah. di caprio is just like this guy's great at lying
0: yeah, yeah real
1: sociopath
0: yeah but i mean it's like when you see him in a role and yeah he's got the look but he's not
1: that guy right like it's admittedly the job to be that guy for like when they turn on the cameras but he's not that man
0: i know but it's all about the imagination right Mm. i mean
1: chicks love imagining things yeah you guys love that shit
0: yeah why do you say that
1: because you guys are nuts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you're always like, my every girl I've ever been in a real relationship, especially my wife right now, is always like, imagine we put a shelf here. And I'm like, I don't want to imagine, all right? I'm a grown up. Can I go to work? I'm imagining the bill right now. Where are we getting this money from? But imagine how great it's going to be when we put a shelf there. <laughs> we put a shelf there. You're not putting the shelf there. I have to put the shelf there. Yeah. Now imagine. So, and then I'm imagining going up a ladder, falling off a ladder, going to the hospital, <laughs> looking like uh, an inept man in front of my wife, who I'm supposed to impress and be provider for <laughs> because I can't screw in a fucking shelving unit. <laughs> And then I imagine her calling a man, a real man who does carpentry, some Jesus type, shows up to my house, fucks my wife. This is what you want to do for the afternoon? Imagine shit? (laughs) Fuck you.
0: (laughs) This is what I'm imagining. Oh my gosh. So you guys, uh, you, you obviously haven't been to Ikea together then.
1: We went for Mother's Day. That was my gift to her.
0: Okay. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I feel like if you can get through a trip to Ikea with your significant other, you can pretty much get through anything.
1: And she knew how much I hated it, so mm. it meant a lot to her. I was okay. like, we'll never go to Ikea. And then it was her first Mother's Day, and I was like, I'll take you to okay. Ikea.
0: What would you guys get? What did you do? Nothing. You just I, went for lunch?
1: Yeah, we, went for, we got the meatballs. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I can't wait to come see your show again, because I think I waited, what... At least five years to a and Come
1: on Sundays, uh, those ones are fun. I end up doing like a half an hour of stand up off the top. So, or um, okay,
0: cool. So I don't have to wait and watch everyone else. Sweet.
1: But it gets funnier as the night goes on.
0: Okay. Okay. And where's that Sunday night at the
1: at the corner comedy at the Club.
0: corner comedy club? It's so close to me.
1: Yeah, one sixty three John.
0: Okay. Yeah. Love it. <laughs>